Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Yeah, 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 I go by the name of 24 Hours, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bassett. I got my I'm talking to God, I need you more than ever. All right, today we got 24 Hours off the porch with us today. What's happening there? What's going on? What's your game? What's up with you, my boy? Not much. What's one thing you feel that you can get in Atlanta that you can't get anywhere else? Strip club. <laughs> the best strip clubs. <laughs> I, now, honestly, just strip club. I feel like like that should be different. It'd be food and other shit like that. But one thing that I really noticed with being like, you know, coming up in Atlanta as a shorty and then moving other places and we in the music. So we always in the strip club playing the music to see how it sound. And Atlanta's the best by far. <laughs> yeah, so I say strip club for shit show. For sure. How does it compare to other cities you've been to? It's not. <laughs> it's not like LA you know it's love you know whatever it's cool might go to crazy girls it's cool or Miami might you know what I mean you know Miami should be lit too some of it you know what I mean but like I just feel like in Atlanta it don't disappoint me I want to go ratchet ratchet we could go ratchet ratchet we want to go flame flame we want to go you know I mean? it's so many different you want to go cheaters go cheaters <laughs> whatever you want to do you know we got options you feel me so yeah I feel like the strip club for sure that's solid being the child of military parents, you often moved around. So how was your childhood growing up? She moved around a lot. Saw a lot of different cultures, like the West Coast and down South. And um, shit, I lived in Japan. I moved overseas. I lived in Japan. And then, you know, by the time, like, 18, 17, 18, moved to Atlanta and was in Atlanta, you know, for the majority, for the rest of the time, um, I don't know, I just felt like cultures, different cultures, like you'd be from Atlanta and like go somewhere else for the first time and look and be like, damn, West Coast different. Like, I ain't, you know what I mean? It's lit, it's different and vice versa. Homes be, I got, I got niggas from Inglewood and niggas from other places that come to Atlanta for the first time and be like, damn, boy, I had a big ass 30 out, nigga had a gun. Well, I felt like I, 
I felt like I needed something on me, boy. Like them boys in Atlanta, not like it's different. It, it just be different everywhere. So, um, you know, moving around and getting to see a little bit of it, and just growing up and, and, and creating myself, like who, what I stand for. You know, taking bits and pieces from what I've seen in life, like I guess it just made me who I am now. So I think it was straight. You know, growing up, I probably would have said, "Man, homes got us moving everywhere." But like now, it's like, man. I'm glad I was out in the West Coast, and I'm glad I was in Atlanta, and I'm glad I was down in Texas, and you know I'm glad because I I know how to, you feel me, maneuver everywhere. Yeah. You were originally born in Oakland, California. Yep. How long were you out there? A couple weeks, I think, <laughs> a month or something like that. Like that's why I don't really, you know, people could see it. Like I think on Music Choice it popped up like Oakland, California, and get screenshotted and was like Bay Artist. I'm like, oh man. But I was only there for a little while, so that's why I don't really, you know what I mean? Then everywhere else say Atlanta because that's why I popped out with the music. So it was in Atlanta and, you know, so, you know, but I'm really from the world everywhere. Sure. I heard you got your Sprinter van broken into out there in Oakland, too. Sheesh. Yeah, they, we was parked outside of, uh, we was parked outside, I think, like a shoe store or something like that. Came back and my whole back of my shit was shattered. I was like, oh, these niggas, oh, God. Damn, but they ain't get nothing, but it was just like, they had my shit. I was not moving in style for a couple stops, you know? <laughs> had to switch that shit out. But I chalked it up in the game because I done seen other shit happen to niggas out there in Oakland. And it wasn't even like I was just lacking or, uh, or nothing out there. Like, I respect the city. I got love for everybody in Oakland. So I ain't even mad at Oakland because it's probably just a young nigga that was trying to eat or some shit like that. But it's just like, it just so happened to be my shit at that time. You feel me? That could have been one of my young niggas somewhere else or something. I ain't tripping, but it was just like, God, damn, nigga, got me, God. Yeah. When would you consider yourself jumping off the porch? I feel like I'm about to jump off the porch. And what I mean by that, like, I knew you were going to ask me that question, too. I knew you was going to ask me, and I was waiting for that shit. Like, I feel like I'm about to jump off the porch. I feel like I watched this whole segment that y'all got going on, and, like, it really, like, you know, like, from the smallest nigga on here to the biggest person to people I never heard of in the middle, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's so, like, you feel me, working. It shows so many working independent artists that's, like, about to jump off the porch, I feel, musically. You know what I mean? A lot of niggas talk about when they jumped off the porch, you know, as a young, getting active and shit. Da, 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 da. Man, what we hear and what we talking about, for me, you know, and what means the most to me is the music. So it's like, yeah, I jumped off. I'm about to jump off the porch with this shit. And what I mean by that is just be like next level. Like we going A-list this year. So it's like I can see it before it come. So it's like I'm about to jump off the porch. That's why it was special for me to come here. You feel me? And sit on off the porch because I know it's about to happen. You know what I mean? Straight up. What's the biggest life lesson you feel you learned growing up? <sighs> Treating people how I want to be treated. Like, you feel me? Like, some people, I notice a lot of niggas that self-destruct themselves or whatever. It's just because they can't see how they treat people. Or they don't, they don't see how they, 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 when they walk in the room, the room feel funny to them niggas because... You, 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 you not, you not treating niggas right. You, you feeling like you bigger than what you is. You know what I mean? And even if you big, a nigga might look at you like, man, in the home's personality, nigga just think he the shit. Like, nah, like, you feel me? I'm, I'm, you feel me? I treat the biggest nigga 
look him in his eyes just like I look the little nigga, just like I look shorty over there. Just, everybody get the same energy with me until it's something different. You treat me better than I treat you, I'ma up my shit and show you like, you know, you fucking with me. You fucking with me on this level and I'm down here, I'm lacking, bro. Like, what can I do for you? How can we get some money? Cause I see you really fucking with me. So it's like, treat people like that. Nigga, I treat a nigga like, let a nigga eat on a $100,000 plate and a nigga don't treat me no type of way. It's like, I can't be mad at that. He wasn't even, he probably didn't come up like I come up. Don't got the backbone like that. So it's like, cool. I just know where I got to put you. But for me, I got to treat people I want to be treated. And, and by doing that shit, I ain't, you know, I come across a lot of solid niggas and that just been my motto. I'm gonna treat you how you treat me. So however you want it to go, we could, you know what I mean? Straight up. When would you say you started making music? When I was 14, I was uh, in middle school. Middle school, uh, I was, the summer before that I was doing karaoke, like just recording it on the tape, like freestyling on Mike Jones beats and like all types of little shit. Like, man, my cousin, he locked up right now, Free Juan, uh, he put me on to like, you can get your own mic and you can get your own setup and do it yourself. So I learned how to do that shit, downloading beats, AOL, downloading beats, LimeWire, getting all the beats, remixing shit. That's all he's doing, remixing. That was the mixtape. You know what I mean? Remixing shit, putting it out at school, niggas buying it. Me selling 60 copies, thinking $5 a copy. Like, shit, I could sell 60 in middle school. And when I get up, I'm selling 60,000. Like, I'm thinking that way then. So it's like, went from there to high school doing it. Talent shows now, we shutting shit down. Like all that, still doing our tapes to now internet developing a little more. And this, this showing you like really where my generation at. Like internet developing a little more. So now we able to upload shit and, and, and niggas can just go online and listen to it, you know what I mean? And then you see where we at now. So it's like, I've been doing music since 14 to now and really knowing how to put it out and, you know, in the street way. I remember the Atlanta when it was nothing but niggas, like that was it. Like you get just, you get Tigo, shout out to Tigo. I don't know where you at Tigo, but you get, you feel me? You get niggas and, and we putting up, you feel me? Like, and you gotta put that work now, you know what I mean? That shit's absolutely, it don't even matter. Like, niggas upload their shit to the internet, go viral. Answer your question, 14. Yep. What motivated you to start taking music serious? I wasn't gonna go to college. I wasn't gonna do good, like, in school like that. I'm not a dummy. Like, I'm smart. I I'm interested in shit that I fuck with, that I, that I like. But, like, that math shit, all that shit in school, I knew it, so. I was paying girls to do my work. I was doing all types. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just hit just the past. So like I knew once I passed, like my principal, all them, they called me Rizzy. They called me, I was rapping. They, everyone knew, like that's what homes want to do. So you know what I mean? So I just knew I need to get out of school so I can at least make my mom and pops and them, you know, look at me like, okay, well he did that. And then I got gone, that was it. <laughs> that's hard. Who would you list as some of your musical influences? Wow. Wow. Man, 
It's a lot of them. It's a lot. Like, I'm a real student of hip hop. So, like, it just, it really is like timing, like, at what time? Like, when I was younger, it was like a certain person. And, like, as I get older now, I listen to different people and more R&B and shit. And then, you know, man, it's a lot. But I say, when I was a shorty coming up, like, seeing niggas, like, on TV, like, I saw what everybody saw, like, you feel me? Like, watching 106 in Park, seeing niggas, you know, whips, seeing niggas with chains, seeing niggas with bitches, seeing niggas with money. Like, for me, seeing fat niggas, like, you feel me? Like, no, no, not like, you feel me? Like, if, if a fat nigga watching this, like, I looked at myself like, oh, okay, like, oh, I'm a fat fly nigga, I'm coming out my shirt, I'm comp, like, this is me. So it's like, when I saw niggas do that shit, like, I seen Heavy D, I seen Big, I seen Ross, like I'm talking about in high school, I used to see that nigga Ross and be like, damn, Holmes got the glass, you know, he just, what, a big 501 denim, like, Holmes just, uh, like, I'm, and then, and then he had that, uh, and then, then, nigga, I, you feel me, I was having a beard, all that shit, so like, looking at the fat fly niggas for real for me, but a lot of hip hop artists, like, one of my favorite artists growing up was Jadakiss. And niggas ain't even like, people still don't, you know what I mean? I met Holmes and it wasn't even, you know what I mean? But one of my favorite artists, you know, they say you meet your favorite artist and then that nigga don't be, you know what I mean? I ain't get to meet Jada Kiss on a music level. We bet like he was at a show and he was leaving. You know what I mean? I was on some like, yo, let's get a pic. I fuck with you. Like, yo, I'm just fucking with the bitches right now. You feel me? So I said, okay, I got one for you. I told my bitch, hey, go get the pic with Kiss. That's just like me having it. He took that shit. And now when I knew it wasn't about now, he was just on, you know what I mean? And I'm an artist now, so I already know what type time. But I definitely wanted to lock in with the nigga right then, way back then. You know what I mean? I grew up listening like Kiss of Death, like a lot of East Coast shit, but then I was in the South, so like, Jermaine Dupri and all that shit was heavy, you know, all of that franchise boy, all the Atlanta shit and the crunk air, all of that shit was like, whew, I was on that shit too. So like all around, man, like influence has been just hip hop and the culture, the whole, I don't even want to leave nobody out. You know what I mean? That was just, I fucked with kids, but there's a lot of people I fuck with, but like the hip hop culture growing up in the nineties, like all of that, for real. Talk to us about how you tried to sell weed, but realized it wasn't for you. Cause my nigga was, we both had a zip. <laughs> we both had a zip. And my nigga got his shit off and I got mine shit off, but he had more money. Same weed. He had more money and I was just like, all right, I'm gonna sell my shit higher. I was doing all this shit, but like, he would really focus on it. And I'd be like, well, you know, I gotta go to the studio and then Holmes is coming over with the beats and like, I knew, I just knew I was late. Like, I'm not about to go do this. And then like, now I got my own weed strand and it's legal and it's in stores, it's in cookies and it's in, you know what I mean? And they sell it for me. But it's like, then I knew like, and guess what? Holmes was trapping. He went to trap a little more than, you know, sizzled out, did some shit. I was rapping and stuck with this shit. It was for me. So I know I chose the right one. That's hard. So at what point in your career did you notice the turning point? Wow, this question again. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I got extra good, 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 good,
I'm signing a little scrappy. I'm moving around with him on the road, you know, and a nigga go get a feature from him and can't afford it. But I was shit, how much Big Boy want? Man, shit, Big Boy want 1800 right now. Dubs, however you got it. I'm not tripping shit. You can. However, these niggas be like, oh, 1800 Hell yeah, we going to just ride with Big Boy because homes want too much. And you just be like, anything you do, it's like, when you get a car and you can't go to the lot, everybody can't buy the band, so somebody got to get the or Everybody can't buy the S550. Somebody going to get the, you know what I mean, the smaller one. So it's like, but if a nigga's buying into your brand, I knew what it was. And then it went from features and shit to like promoters calling like, oh, Holmes got a song. We want him to come to Savannah or Augusta or we want him to come here. And it's like, oh, now niggas is spending money on shows. So, okay, so now niggas got features and shows. This is something. This is something that maybe a manager could come and manage because I'm actually making some money now managing myself. So that one I knew, like, it was getting serious when, like, I could actually be like, nah, I be eating off this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's solid. How did you get noticed by Scrappy? Wow. Shout out to my man, Stay Fresh ATL, Stay Fresh, and Don Cannon. Um, Don Cannon, Stay Fresh, Lil Scrappy was on tour. They were on tour in Japan, actually. And uh, I was going to open up. And um, I didn't get to open up for some reason, but the promoter was like, shit, you can still kick it up here, you know what I mean? You might meet him or some shit like that. And I remember I was just so hungry at that time. Like, any show, I was going to all types of shows. I had met Juicy J, I met all types of niggas before, but... I don't know, I just stuck to that one because I was like, damn, I know home songs. Like, you know what I mean? He got some songs, Money in the Bank, fucking No Problems. Like, I knew him. Like, so it's like, it wasn't like an artist I ain't know. So I stayed, Cannon was there, stayed ready. They were like, well, damn, this a nigga. This like a one of us over here in Japan. Who the fuck is this? Yeah. We on tour, but he here. I'm like, I rap, bro. I go crazy. They're like, rap. They did that rap. I rap my heart out, nigga. I, I rap to I ain't had no more bars. I rap to where Scrappy wasn't even paying attention to like midway. He just stopped what he doing. Like, oh damn, her cuz going crazy. So I rap, and they said like what everybody else would say. You know what I mean? I holla at you. I fuck with you, but you hard. Take my number. Da 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 da. Um, but home, uh, Scrap just kept saying, "Oh my daughter, I'ma fuck with you. You hard." So I knew he was like either capping on his daughter or fucking with me for real. <laughs> you feel me? Either he capping her, out, but it's like, who, man, nah, it can't be that. So my brother told me come to Atlanta. I'm 17 years old. He said, "Come to Atlanta." I'm like, bro, I gotta get to Atlanta. I gotta get to Atlanta. Nah, I gotta figure out a way. I get to Atlanta, and we rock. Since then, I moved in with the nigga the whole nine. Like that was my nigga, my big homie, first nigga I signed to. He noticed me because I, I just rapped. I had to rap for his manager. Stay Fresh was his manager. Um, and Don Cannon was his DJ. <laughs> Cannon was Scrappy DJ overseas. This shit was crazy. So I had to rap and the niggas was fucking with it. And then Scrap, feel me? He told me like, yo, I don't think I can sign you or like turn you into like a celebrity or a famous or nothing. But he said, I am Scrap and I am from Atlanta and I can't introduce you to everybody in Atlanta. Like, you should come to Atlanta, you feel me? And I came to Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta, <laughs> you feel me? And that was it. And for coming with a nigga like that who really, you feel me, born and raised here, and then, you know, even signing with other Atlanta legends later, it's like Atlanta grew to be home. Yeah. Yeah. What's your relationship with Scrappy like today? That's my nigga. 
I seen he was on this motherfucker popping his shit. That's my OG. That nigga, like, I, I really, like, we was just down in Miami together turning up. I was sending him 1942s in the club. Yeah, like, my nigga in here, Scrappy in here, y'all nigga, they just start running all his records and shit. That's my dog, though, like, he grew a lot, like, you feel me? I grew a lot, but I watched him grow a lot, too, like, you know, into, like, a whole nother person, a father, like, just a whole nother, like, like, he was a father, but, like, just, like, yeah, like, he different, you know what I mean? And um, he's still young, bro, so it's, like, you feel me, on that TV screen and doing his thing, I watch, you know, that's my homie. We ain't got no, it ain't no animosity. We done all, we done bump heads, you feel me? Like, that's what niggas gonna do, you feel me? Like, we bump heads, like, he ain't like some things that I did. I ain't like some things he did, you know what I mean? Not, and this ain't personal things. This is all like music business. Like, you feel me? Me being a starving artist trying to figure it out. You know, you gonna, ain't no food really cooking or I ain't eating over here. It's like, I gotta really figure out how to eat cause I'm a man at this point when I'm fucking with him. But like, I'm still trying to take heat cause he's who he is or who he were, was, what he was, you know what I mean? But like, I'm, looking through my own eyes too, like, nigga, what a bag at. I can't just be a crumb. Like, I ain't, you know what I mean? I did it, like, homage. Like, went on tour, opened up, lit. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With my nigga, he helped me, I helped him, like that was my dog, but it was a day where it was just like, alright, for shit show, so I gotta figure out what I'm about to do, because I'm trying to be the biggest nigga in the world, yeah. you feel me, so this not feeling like that, so I gotta figure it out, yep, that's my dog though, you feel me. So, after your situation with Scrap, you also signed the So So Deal. Yeah, like maybe like a little bit while after Scrap, uh, I just start really fucking with Atlanta streets, like going everywhere, fucking with Coalition DJs, fucking with uh, all the DJs that just broke my shit funky and like, it's too many to even name and like all the radio, 941, I everybody, just I was in the streets after fucking with Scrap, like through all the people I met with them, you know, making my moves, hitting my moves, you feel me? And I came up with a record as Royce Rizzi um, called Goddamn. And it was in Atlanta and it was a record. It was like, there was three records at that time. Uh, K Camp, Money Baby, Young Thug, Stoner. My shit, Goddamn. Everybody was doing a nay-nay to that motherfucker. And it was, I walk in clubs, they just playing that motherfucker out here without me even knowing who the DJ is. So I knew it was something different than JD called me. Like, bro, I heard this song called Goddamn on the radio. I think it, that how I talk, Goddamn. Goddamn, like, that's some real Goddamn. You know what I mean? So he reached out like, shit, and I met him. Chopped it up with that nigga I left from his studio one night. JD texted me like, I want to manage you. Like, you a different type of nigga. Like, I fuck with you. Like, damn, I want to manage you. So I'm like, damn. You know me, I'm like, hell yeah, this nigga makes stars. Like, I seen stars. Like, I was fucking with Scrappy. And that's my nigga, and he is a star, but I didn't really, you know, and I wasn't too savvy on, like, I ain't know if, like, Trillville or any of them was his artist or nothing like that. I knew they was all, like, you know, that, but I ain't know the business side. So, like, with JD, you could see it, like, Usher, uh, Bow Wow, DeBrat, 
too many people that he just like it, 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 the list just go on. Chris, the list go on. Escape. So I was like, yeah, too many escape. So many, bro. So the list go on. So I'm like, oh yeah, nigga, hell yeah. This nigga, he might had a he might have a better shot at helping me out. So bing, I do the JD shit. Sign a management deal first. And then right after the management deal, like two weeks later, he went and got me a major record deal at RCA. And uh, we met with Mark Pitts. And I knew Mark Pitts was like, oh, damn, this nigga do J. Cole. And he did Biggie before and da-da-da-da-da. So we did that. And it was cool. It was like, it wasn't nothing. It was just like my first taste of like getting a real situation, a real deal. Like, oh, shit, these niggas gave me money. Like, I got a real check. Like, man, this shit only this, but... I got a real check. I said, what I'm gonna do? I went and bought a whip. I went and bought a truck. Cause I'm like, now I could go on tour. I'll drive this truck, nigga, zero miles. Nigga, I put 200,000 on it. <laughs> we went from Miami to New York, nigga, just say the call. Like one call, it didn't matter where it was. Nigga called me, I think it's a good look. Me and my niggas on the road, we out, out, gassing up, we gone, we there. Niggas like, damn, you got to Memphis quick, nigga. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Straight up. What's your relationship with JD like today? My dog. That's my nigga. That's Don Chichi, nigga. <laughs> That's Don Chichi, nigga. <laughs> JD is the what? That nigga is, man. That nigga is like a real living legend, bro. Like, niggas like, and niggas give him his flowers all the time, but like, yeah, like, I try to give him my flowers every time I can. I tell that nigga, like, just his whole, like, the lifestyle that we live in hip hop and like you watch like JD really like was a part of how that shit shifted and like how niggas did things and like, you know what I mean? Before a lot of niggas that we feel were the niggas that did it. You know what I mean? I remember watching Welcome to Atlanta and being a young and like, this is Atlanta, this shit great. Like looking at that to being right beside him and watching him DJ and standing there and rocking the club for folks in vegas and like on a whole nother level and just as a business how you went into tv it's a lot of shit so it's like jd my uh dog i go over to social death and uh you know me and him i doing songs with his new artists and me and him popping up and we go to clubs that my it's my man's he work a lot so he busy but like that's my nigga he'll get back with me <laughs> that's hard you also have affiliation with soldier boy stacks on deck entertainment you crazy. <laughs> Shout out to Soldier. Shout out to Soldier. He got that. Make a clap. 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 Shout out to Soldier. You hit your TikTok time. Yeah, I ain't shit. do it to it, but actually, I told the nigga they need to play that in the club last night. Shout out to Soldier Boy. One thing I will say about Soldier Boy is he hit me up. We linked. We made music together. He invite me to his crib. The nigga hospitality is 100. He he showed me beyond love, like more love than a nigga even got to show, like for who he is. We did music video. We got a video out. You know what I mean? Uh, and you know I ain't heard from him, but he looked like he doing good and shit. And uh, shout out the soldier. For sure. A lot of people expected you to have sour connections with everybody previous to the private club records you know what i mean mm -hmm. but you just sat here and just explain like how you still got good relationships with all these people yeah how did you manage to goddamn beat everybody's expectation like oh no it's nothing like what y'all thinking but this is what it really is i still fuck with these folks everybody i fucked with i fucked with them from the heart 
like I fucked with JD like on the music shit and then it's been time me and JD been in New York in the motherfucking Uber and I'm just asking him a million questions <laughs> and we just on some normal shit. Me and Scrappy done thugged it. Me and Scrappy done been in every situation. Cops pull us over, sweet seat, me and, me and Scrappy. Like I done been driving the whole gang. I'm driving whole scrap managers dj i'm driving the truck from nashville back to atlanta cops get behind us nigga what you think go ahead like you feel i'm i'm we this is beyond music so it's like those type of people it's like we have real like when scratch see him, he be like damn home's doing this shit when jd see me he be like keep going like you got something special we don't know what it is but it's coming just keep going that one thing they can't count you out so it's like those people good with me. Like, they taught me business things, bad business things, good business things. But, like, I love them. So, it's like, the love is there. So, nobody ain't going to talk about JD around me. Ain't nobody going to talk about Scrap around me. Like, yeah, I ain't even trying to hear it. You know what I mean? I ain't Straight trying to hear it. You feel me? Like, now, now I, ain't, I don't take up for nobody, no shit that niggas did. But, like, I ain't trying to hear it just because they're my real people. Yeah. That's solid. What inspired the name change from Rolls Royce Rizzy to 24 Hours? That lawsuit. It's like nah, <laughs> nah. I got sued by Rolls Royce, no lie. But um, and it was on TMZ. I was more. I was like, damn, I made it to TMZ. I'm broke on TMZ. That how I was looking at. It. I was hot. Like what y'all fucking with me for? But um, nah. Like you, I needed to reinvent. Like Tokyo had caught a wave, and it was like a new wave. I kind of understood, but didn't understand all the way. But he got it. So it was like, damn, he in a new wave. They spending way more money. It's about different type of website, about different shows. I'm like, I'm, I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, this, all right. This is eating, all right. I'm gonna just switch my shit up. I'm gonna come with some new shit. Come with some new shit. And like, why can't I come with some new shit? Nigga barely, I looked at it like, I didn't blow up as a star as Rizzy. So shit, let's just start over and see what we come up with. Hit it with the rerot, start that shit up. And uh, 24 hours, it actually worked better for me. And you know, it could be in a sense that Tokyo had shit going and like, boom, look how it worked. One hand washed the other, like, boom, Tokyo wanted to get in and wanted to do anything. And I helped him, you know what I mean? Paying for $300 videos, doing all types of shit. Helped him, boom, then he get in. Like, damn, 20 about to start over, cool. I'm about to hop on all songs with him and put me right back in the mix. So it's like real blood brother shit, like real, like why wouldn't I do that? You know what I mean? So, yep. And also to go further into it, a lot of people do not know that you and Made in Tokyo are actually blood brothers. Same mama, same daddy. Grew up like maybe like one doe over from each other. <laughs> we need sheriffs, but like, yeah, that's my real blood brother. Um, yeah, that's my dog. Like, you feel me? I quit all this shit right now. He can have it. I don't need, I play the background. They say home's good for life. I'm out. I gotta be out. I'm here still. That's. His shit, his whole, how he do it and what he do, he unique. He do everything how he want to do it. He on, he his own boss, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm proud of that nigga and we, that's just how we work. Like, having a real blood brother in the music, that's really like, really, you feel me? Platinum after platinum after go, like really doing it, it like, I really got, I really get to see these niggas. I really got these niggas. I know, I, I see how, how this whole shit works. So. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. 
or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. It's like, that's why I'd be like the threat because niggas be like, oh, he know. Home's not gone. He get it. I get it. Man. I was. I seen y'all close the con. I seen y'all yeah. just do the show with Tokyo. I seen it. I know what y'all paying. Yeah. I, come on, but I know what's going on. It. I know what's going yeah. on, man. Yeah. So that. Yeah. That's my blood brother. That's my dog. Like. Yep. That's hard. So talk to us about how the private club records thing came together. Tokyo. Um. Tokyo was just like. We need a crew. We need a collective. We need a squad. We need, we need, you know what I mean? Like, look how ASAP Mob do it. Look how, look how Joey Bad at Pro Era did it. Look how, uh, Taylor Gang is doing it. At the time, look at 2-9. Look at, like, certain crews that was just came. Like, we need that because we so lit. So I'm like, shit. All I knew was Royce Rizzy. All I knew was Trapaholics. All I knew was live mixtapes. Yeah. All I knew was Southern Smoke, DJ Small. All, all I knew was that shit. You know what I mean? Tokyo is like, yeah, it's just a different, it started to shift. These niggas, why niggas be looking at niggas that's like, oh man, he not relevant and he not this. The time just changed and they wasn't able to keep up with the time. It's not their fault they didn't have a young nigga or they didn't have somebody to tell them like, boy, that shit bogus now. You can't do it like that. Like they, You know what I mean? So it's like, it fell off. With me, I always seen it like, oh, that how they doing it now? Okay, shit. How we gonna do it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm with it. Yeah, let's yeah. go. What you mean? Straight up. No, that's hard for real, for real. What's your current thoughts on the rap game? This shit crazy. This shit wild. This shit fake. This shit lame. Like, like it's, 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 it has its ups. There's great moments. Like, wow, that was phenomenal. Like, damn, Jay-Z and Nas and Khaled on one record in the video. Like, there's moments like, damn, like, Hit Boy Producer of the Year. There, There's moments to me that really mean a lot because I've seen certain things. But, like, a lot of shit be, oh, I be watching y'all shit because it be a lot of uh, just real shit on there. It don't be, like, no gimmick. Like, these niggas be really, boy, from here and here and here and really working and trapping and that shit hard. A lot of this shit is all planned and all like hey 20 you want to beef with me we could what <laughs> one of these niggas will kill you like we're not trying to beef and do shit like that like that's goofy like that shit lame like i don't you don't see me too if i say something about somebody online because i know something or i really feel it, or they done said something to me and then nine times out of ten if they ain't got more money than me i'm not gonna say nothing back yeah like because you ain't even i'm wasting my time so if you ain't bigger than my little nigga and you know, he platinum, so that already eliminates a lot of these niggas. Yeah. So if you're not bigger than him, I ain't even. Huh? 
Right. And then it'd be goofy. Like, I really got fans that love me for that. They don't want to see me online doing that type shit and wild shit and just, what? Like, they listen to my story and the music. So in the music, it's like, I'm telling y'all, we, we say, we, we try and have our masters and we try and buy properties and we try and build businesses and we try, man, we try and do so much more than any of the shit that they like to entertain. So it's like, they don't tell y'all that I got my own weed and it's legal. They don't tell y'all I got my own restaurant. They don't tell people, that ain't, I say I hate a nigga on this TV show right now. Oh yeah, 24 say da 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 So it's like, that's why the game get all funny and shit like that. So, um, you know what I mean? But I eat from it. So it's like, I make my money from it. So it's like, mm -hmm. you know, hate it a lot, you know what I mean? But it is a lot of goofy shit. Okay. So how did the record between you, Wiz Khalifa, and Ty Dolla Sign, What You Like, come together? Produced by Hit Boy. Hit Boy. <laughs> um, damn. Okay. Um, this is crazy because I came to L.A. Kanye, this is crazy. Kanye, somebody from Good Music emailed me. Um, matter of fact, shout out to Che Pope. That's his name. Jay Pope over at Good Music, he was at Good Music at the time, he emailed me like, yo, we want you to come to uh, LA and work on records. Uh, so they had me at Ye Studio just doing a lot of references and shit, <clears throat> writing for niggas, you know, and doing hooks and leaving shit like that. But um, Shay was like, yo, I got Hit Boy coming through tonight. I'm like, oh shit. Hit boy niggas in Paris, like, oh, this nigga, this nigga official, he got some beats. If he could give me a hit, I know I could get a hit. I met that nigga, he just gave me his number on some pull up to the studio. I pull up to the studio first night, me, him, Dom Kennedy, I think, uh, can't remember, me, him, Dom Kennedy, I think, and, um, and we just vibed, and he set me up in another room, like, I'm gonna give you some beats, work on these. Boom, I did the What You Like hook right there. So I'm like, uh, damn, this joint hard. So I texted to Ty, cause Ty, my nigga at that time, like, yo, listen to this, and he's like, yeah, this John hard. I'm going to get on it. He's like, who else you want on it? I'm like, I need somebody. Motherfucker on yeah. here. Like, he asked me who I want. I'm like, damn, who I think Holmes can get? Like, who I think Ty can get? Like, that'll be, I'm like, Wiz. Wiz is big. I need Wiz on some shit. I already did some shit with Wiz back in the day, but I'm like, this one will make sense because Ty on it. You know what I mean? Wiz did his shit. As soon as Ty sent it to him, sent it right back. And, um... The label got excited about it, and that was it. We went to radio. That shit was all over Atlanta. That shit was everywhere, like top 10 at Urban. Like, that shit was lit. It was like selling out, sell out my first tours and shit like that. So, yeah, Hit Boy gave me the beat, and and and, 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 and we ran it up. And Hit Boy's had a crazy run since then. Yeah. Yeah, so. What's your relationship with, like, the three of them today? Hit Boy, Wiz, and Ty. Wiz is my nigga. I love Wiz and I love Ty. Them is like, I left from Atlanta and went over to LA. When Tokyo shit start cracking, y'all niggas rolled up. Somebody got some, shit, some smoke. Come on, man. Come on, partner. Come on. Uh, I went over to LA with Tokyo when, when the shit start jumping off and Ty and Wiz was over there and I really locked in. And um, people don't know what me and Ty, but. Uh, me and Ty is in business together. Like I put him with my business. So it's like, Ty is like an executive producer with me. He worked with me. Like if I want to work with somebody that I see he working with, he tapped me in, he helped me. We just work with each other. And so I brought him into the business. Like you are, you do so much for me. 
you feel me? You do so much for me on this side, on the West Coast, and it's like, it's lit, and you really believe in me? Like, shit, I'm a boss, so you feel me? I just don't want to be, you feel me? Like, I'm always work, and I don't think, in, you know what I mean? I work, work. Like, I, this shit is a job. I wake up, up, and I do, I, I probably spent the last five years in the studio damn near every day. So it's like, I really work, got lots of records, so I just be wanting to hold my weight. You know what I mean? And everybody, JD will tell you, Scrappy will tell you, Ty will tell you, this is like, niggas like, 20 just gonna work. I don't wait on nobody. Like, I bring you the product done. Everything done, you could just add your little, you feel me? Put your little, make your one, two, send it on through. Yeah. I'm gonna get it done, I get it all done. You know what I mean? And that's just been my motto, cause I'm a, like, I'm a CEO, I run my company. So I run my company how I feel like it should be ran. So when it comes to people like Ty and other people that work with me, they just come in and, you feel me? So I felt he was very talented. Like Ty is like a, that nigga's like a whole nother monster yeah. with this shit, you feel me? So just to be blessed to be in the room with that nigga and work, man. So me and Ty is in business together. Me and Wiz, that's just, you feel me? He, he he just like the big homie. He like a real big homie that like for me at least, I look at homies homes from like when I first seen him growing up to now how we can have conversations about life or music or anything. So that's the homie. If you look at my catalog and look online, like me and Wiz got a lot of records. We got multiple videos. Me and, me and Wiz just dropped two videos like a couple months ago, back to back on his YouTube channel. It's my like, you know what I mean? Them two like, big homies that I got a lot of respect for and um they opened up a lot of doors for me you know what I mean so far that's hard how come we never got the 24 dollars project man man that what the fuck I'm trying to figure out <laughs> Ty, like this nigga Ty boy this boy Ty hell that's my brother I love this nigga look I got 24 dollars tatted right there on my arm on my hand and he got the 24 dollars on his neck it's real it's for real, but Ty's so like, when it happened, that's when you're gonna be like, oh, bro, off the porch. Like, it, all that shit in the, in, in, in the works. Like, we've been working on it. I was just in Miami with Ty like two days ago on the beach. No cap. We, we, just, we just like talking about what we about to do and shit like that. So it's like, I go work, you feel me? Cause I just, it, it's in me to come here and forward. It's in me to go everywhere and work while other people do other things. And he a part of me, like, if I'm a company, Tie in business with me, so he got stocks in this shit. How niggas in the Dodge coin, all that shit. He got coins in this shit. Like, yeah, he got right coins right. in me, you feel me? So I got put in my work, so a nigga wanna work harder for me. Yeah. But I'm an independent artist. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I'm not signing no label. Nobody got my masters right now. Like, ain't no company. I'm talking to a lot of different companies. Like, I'm talking to companies that's homies. I'm talking to all everybody. Like, next nigga that signed me got to change my life, Jack. You gotta give me like after I need I need I need to be a millionaire after taxes like yeah like yeah yeah that way <laughs> yeah the album the albums and it's like nigga be like damn that's a lot of money nah bro my album's worth 
a lifetime. This shit is like, you know what I mean? I got anybody you could think of. My albums that I'm ready to, that I got geared up, like, I got joint albums with niggas. I got whole projects with niggas that niggas be like, damn, you did that? Yeah, I went to Chicago, not the whole joint out with homes. I went here, not the whole project out with homes. Me and Hunt, like, that's how I work, because I like to get in and really go. So it's like, I got enough dope for the labels to push. If good dope, <laughs> if they really, really out here selling records, I see records. I see, re- I see, I see y'all niggas selling records. I got good dope. Nigga just want to know how to market a fat fly nigga. Like, how can you market me? Like, like if I make you nervous by taking my shirt off, how you gonna market me? If I make you nervous by talking about the shit we talk about or what we do, or I make you nervous because I know that y'all trying to get me on that percent. Or because y'all trying, like, like, it's not that. I just need to be eye to eye with, eye to eye with, you know, some people that understand we could go. But until then, these are still, you know what I'm saying? Like, independent is like, don't be afraid to be independent. Cause you get up in that system, they'll start, you feel me? It's a good, it's a pro and a con to it. So it's like, I'm not mad. God really just opened them doors. And when the time come, they gonna go, but I know I'm not going. So it's like, you ain't about to see a nigga sign for under a certain amount. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So y'all can mm, save it for David. It's not happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure. What's the biggest sacrifice you feel you had to make for your career thus far? I think I had to talk to certain people and come to certain agreements and understandings and, 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 and be level about certain things because I'm not selfish when it comes to like what we building as a family. And Tokyo is a part of the business too. So it's like, you feel me? I can't just, I gotta, I gotta go about everything I do a certain way. And you know, we sacrifice for the ones we, you know, we love. So it's like, yeah, I ain't coming halfway with it. And I, it's just, you know, you sacrifice a lot of different things just to make this shit go how it's supposed to go. And niggas that's in it know what I'm talking about. Like, you feel me? We might thug, nigga. We can't, I might got enough money to do some shit back in the day and everybody can't. And it's like, shit, I won't just do it because we can't do it as a game. It's a lot of shit you're going to sacrifice in this shit. And if you selfish or no backbone or just... <sighs> You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why it's taking niggas forever, cause you sacrifice, bro. You gotta sacrifice this shit. You gotta feel like nigga dragging you through hell before they give you any type of love. Nigga got a nigga all that weak skin shit. Not for this. Nigga, I go on there and see, oh but who this fat nigga think he da 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 But I'm just a nigga getting money. I'm just a nigga that's rapping, doing my dreams, like nigga chasing my dreams. Nigga, I got my family. Nigga, I got my queen. Nigga, I got, nigga, I'm, I'm, nigga, you feel me? What the fuck? What a nigga gotta do? Nigga, what a nigga gotta do? I'm just a nigga doing my shit. So it's like, you feel me? You gotta keep going, bro. And you gotta sacrifice. And you gotta humble yourself. And you gotta work harder. And you gotta get better. And, and if it's meant to happen, just if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. It ain't gonna happen for everybody. But what is it that you want? Nigga be wanting to be Jay-Z. Silly little boy. We not about to have <laughs> y'all nigga tweaking. Like, like me, I'm a t- what you want, 20? Man, I want to be able to take care of my family. I want to be able to take care of the generations after that. 
I want to leave some shit in my people's name. I wasn't left a house. I wasn't left a building. I wasn't left some shit that's going to make money years to come. I'm trying to, the kids that's going, my grandkids that are going to look at this shit be like, damn, cuz, set us up. That's what it's about. Y'all don't got to take my picture when I come in here. Long as I look at my listeners and I see niggas buying my shit and streaming my shit, it's a nigga that fuck with me, bro. So all that get up there shit, like, man, save it. Uh, I'm cool on that. My family good. I'm owning some shit. I'm, nigga, my credit good. Nigga, like, like, I'm not being a crumb. I'm cool, bro. For sure. Any last words and shout outs? Oh, my boy. I'm just glad y'all had me to come through here, man. Like, shout out the gang, man. Shout out the private club. Shout out everybody we talked about in this shit, man. Shout out y'all. And we just coming real strong this year. We coming strong. Like, it's a lot. I can't even give too much, but it's just like, it's a lot of shit that is like, to me, I done seen a lot of big shit. So when I say it's some more big shit coming, like, niggas that count it out, y'all nigga be sick. They're going to be sick, for real, because it's a lot of big shit coming. And, um, man, I'm just super humble and blessed that God done kept me and my family protected, me and the gang protected. Everybody's eating. Everybody's figuring it out. You feel me? My parents good. I'm, 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 I'm you feel me? I'm, I'm in good health. I can't ask for more. So, like, shit, I'm blessed, bro. Shout out to everybody that support me and keep supporting me and, um, Niggas that don't support me, niggas, shout out to y'all too, cause y'all niggas slick making this shit go around. This shit slick getting back to me. <laughs> shit slick, that's what's going around, cause niggas slick hating and talking to, you know, you talking. It's talking, I can feel it. So it's like, you know when it's about to come. So man, yeah, man. Hopefully this year you'll see this shit off the porch on an astronomical level, you know For what sure. I mean? <laughs> and we'll be back. For sure. Shout out 24 hours, gang. Here, for sure. I got my hello. I'm talking to God. I need you more than ever. Mama, please don't check me. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom of Papa. At participating McDonald's.